This is a HeadGum Original. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Vroom, vroom. Beep, beep. Welcome to the pit wall. I liked that one. <laughs> Gotta switch it up. Mm-hmm. Gotta keep everyone on their toes. Gotta play with the energy. That's right. Welcome to the pit wall, everybody. This is a an F1 podcast for casual fans. I am the podcast principal, Casey Donahue. I am joined, as always, by Marika, Zach Brownlee. Until uh, we get something, we get something yeah. new. That's yeah. really good. <laughs> <laughs> and as well as uh, Jake, the late Jaking Hurwitz. Let's today, go. vamos. <laughs> today we are talking about uh, another episode of Drive to Survive. Mm-hmm. The Netflix BTS show. Episode BTS. three. Episode three. Matter of principle. Which one was this? This is a Ferrari episode. Oh, that's right. Uh, and and you know what? Uh, I figured it was, it, you know, the title is Matter of Principle. Figured it would be about a, a team principal. Uh, and I forgot that that was the title of the episode until I just looked at it now. And there's a mm-hmm. lot of shade thrown in the episode to yes. Mattia. I mean, when you, and when you watch the episode, it makes you relive that season. And like, he fucked up pretty majorly multiple times. Yeah. Like, their yeah. car, I think, was not competitive by the end, or you know, everybody else kind of caught up to them, and Red Bull ran away. Mm-hmm. But if they if they made better strategy choices up top in the early races when they could have won, when they could have had an effect, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? And that's, uh, that's what this episode uh, was really all about. Like those key races. Yeah. Where the strategy is what was so uh, off. What, it what was through it, them. It, yeah. It was like when I feel like when you were watching the races, it felt, more of a like oh they just didn't make the right call in the moment type of situation but when you look back at like what those calls were they feel so obvious yeah Yeah. like it's all just like pitting the car under a safety car (laughs) and it's like how did you fuck this up yeah this uh this really wasn't a great episode for uh for Mattia uh 
and no. and uh, I wonder how much more we'll see of him in this in this season. Because as we yeah. as we all know, he is no longer he stepped with us. Down. Yeah, did he step down? I thought that he was ousted. I think he stepped down. Yeah. It, they let the him nice way leave with grace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They 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 let him you know make his statement. Uh, I I don't remember what it was, but I'm I'm sure it had to do with I gotta make more wine, probably. Uh, mm-hmm. And I don't have as much time for race cars. Mm-hmm. I mean, failure is contagious, and he was spending too much time hanging out with Gunther. That's obvious. <laughs> <laughs> like he should be going on vacation with Christian Horner, not Gunther. Yeah. Okay, that's true. Uh, man, Christian Christian was weird in this episode. He really uh, was. <laughs> I really in, enjoyed his energy in this episode. Was, I'm so used to seeing him be like Toto's my foil. Toto mm-hmm. is the guy, and then like. Yeah, seeing him deal with Mattia was was really funny. Uh, and we will get into it. We got to get through this episode. I just got Gran Turismo 7, was playing it all night, and I got to get, I got to hop back behind the wheel. <laughs> Is that a PS PlayStation game? Oh, or? yeah, PlayStation 5. Yeah. yeah driving yeah. simulator. Nice. Oh, that's good. That's really good. I just bought a, a 1969 Corvette Stingray. Very fast, 500 horsepower. I'm racing against, against a, a bunch of like uh, Japanese street cars and I'm blowing them away. <laughs> Are you, is this multiplayer or is it? Just... It's multiplayer, but I'm too scared to race right. uh, real people. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's fair. They'll, they'll be way better than me. Um, but I got to get that practice in. So let's get through this episode of this podcast. <laughs> we open up on the Miami Grand Prix. This is the first time we're seeing it in uh, in Drive to Survive. Uh, yeah. And it's... Uh, it's an experience. It's an experience. My thought, looking at all of, all of their footage, how they cut it together, it's very American. Yeah. It's very... I agree. I had the same thought. Like, it's it's like whiplash looking at uh, when when they're at other races. Very American, like celebrity culture type of yeah, like that type of American, as opposed to like you know Southern sports vibe that you maybe yeah. get in Austin. There, there were there were a lot of comments. Um, from people around the paddock in the, in this episode about like feels like the Super Bowl, yeah. And at first I was like, oh yeah, like a like a big game feel. But then like as I was looking at more of the footage and more of the like these Europeans kind of looking at all these Americans and being like, We're, it's the fucking Super Bowl. I started to think it was more of a derogatory term, like. <laughs> Like to I mean, other countries, the Super Bowl is like has got to be uh, like American consumerism to its absolute limit, mm. and and it's like less about sport and more about spectacle. Yeah, I mean the there's literally a part in the beginning where someone is explaining to Christian Horner 
and they're like uh he's like what is this and they're like it's meant to be like a super bowl opening and he just goes okay (laughs) Uh, but also even before they get there the opening is like charles and carlos yes filming a shell gas commercial and oh yeah that's good stuff Boy, did it bring me so much joy. I love them so much. I loved I, would, I loved I this. I would die for them. <laughs> I love this. I love seeing Carlos and Charles together. It feels like they're I love them. They they they're not only teammates but but actually friends. Yeah. Uh, and I don't get that from I don't think any of the other teams really at all. Well, Lance and Alonso now yeah. Well, sure, sure. They're Obviously, best friends. yeah. There's no one tighter. Mm-hmm. And I um, mean, Pierre and Yuki, no longer teammates, but yeah. Uh, I I also saw a clip uh, of of Lando. Lando was streaming recently, and someone asked if, uh, uh, like in the chat, if if he missed uh, racing with with Daniel Ricardo. And his response was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I miss him all the time. And then he, like, gets quiet for a moment. And it's like, wow, he really does miss Miss Danny. (laughs) Well, yeah, it was probably nice to race with Danny because, you know, you always look so good by comparison. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, they're they're shooting the uh, Carl's, Carl's, Carlos and Charles. Shooting this uh, uh, shell commercial, uh, and uh, you know, as a, as a director watching them, wouldn't cast them. Of course not. I would not. Would not <laughs> cast them. They were yeah. so bad. They could not read a line to save their lives. I also really liked when Charles was just like honking the horn, <laughs> and the director was like, "Can we get quiet on set?" <laughs> Be a rolling sound. Charles, yeah, he's like, he's like, this is my dream Ferrari, and he gets him just like beep beep. <laughs> what a boy! Yeah, I truly, oh, it made me so happy. I was like, I love these little guys. This is the reason I watch the sport. Just these two little hooligans. They're 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 shooting this commercial. Uh, we we get a, a talking head of Charles, um, and uh, the interviewer asks what his goal is for the season and he very stone faced is like to become world champion and it's like oh brother uh, i know yeah. i know what happens and uh you it's does not go it's well not looking good buddy yeah i yeah. mean that's how it feels watching uh matia also it's like it's like watching a dead man yeah this uh yeah well we'll we'll, we'll get into it but but the more I see of Mattia in this episode, the more it's like, um, it's, thank God he's gone. <laughs> he's, he's, yeah. he's did not, mm-hmm. he doesn't have what Toto has. He doesn't have what Christian has. Um, he seems like a nice guy. No, yeah. he's, I would love but that's not to what eat you a want. meat salad with mm-hmm. Mattia. As long as the meat's wet. <laughs> yeah. Nice wet meat salad yeah. with my buddy Mattia. <laughs> Raw meat, I, mm-hmm. I it's, <laughs> to be clear, yeah, yeah, raw, wet meat. Um, that's what I you did want like, in the salad. <laughs> I did like when they're in, they're like in a little maybe press room or something, and like 
at, in Miami um, and they're making fun of Mattia for like dressing up or something. And then it like shows all these different team principals, like weird outfits that's like half sports clothes and like half blazers. Yeah. Um, also, just like there are a lot of Max had a backpack on in that room. And I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> are you wearing <laughs> I didn't a little notice backpack? That. <laughs> uh, also, uh, Jerry talking to Mattia was so funny because <laughs> like obviously there's like the language barrier uh but it was such a stilted conversation <laughs> and she <laughs> ultimately she was like cars are fast this year huh and he was like yeah fortunately and she just goes good for you <laughs> I, think, and at I would point, say the she, same thing to him I mean, she yeah. Horner said, like Jerry or Horner says to him, like, "Don't be too fast this weekend," you know, like making a joke. But uh -huh. Mattia like doesn't really register yeah. the sarcasm. He's like, mm -hmm. "No, we will be fast," <laughs> like, right. which is good because like the him not registering the sarcasm didn't let them kind of try to big dog him. But it, yeah. didn't, it didn't seem like he, had which really is even like understood. all Christian Horner ever tries. Christian Horner was a little gossip during this episode. Oh my god! Yeah. It was. <laughs> It was incredible. He's a sniveling weasel. I've said it before. A sniveling little weasel. Yeah. Yeah, this 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 was an interesting party scene uh because it feels like the vibe at all these races is a party vibe or that's what that's what F1 puts out all when they're on the uh on the grid. Uh there's just like EDM and techno blasting the entire time everywhere they have a parade a but DJ. before every race there's always a dj so i i i was thinking like man these guys all must like really go hard after a race um mm -hmm. you know you see him do shoeys at monaco yeah uh, i mean you see toto but, after uh like the, yeah, the, the twitter winning. videos of toto partying <laughs> drunker yeah. than any like i've ever seen anyone <laughs> But but this party in Miami seemed like they were all like it was the dorkiest group of people that 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 would ever show up to a party. It did not it did not seem fun. It did not seem fun like at whatever event this was. The crowds, you mean? Or no, like I meant the fact all that... the principals at this yeah. at this like this weird pre Miami yeah, yeah, yeah. launch event. Uh, right you're correct it, it's it just it's just so so bizarre i would have i would have wanted to leave after like 10 minutes being in a room with all those guys <laughs> <laughs> um so that yeah they're having this party and then we we cut to uh you know uh the race day in in miami we get a little glimpse of the drivers chatting it up. Daniel Ricardo is sunburned. Uh, and I think Lando says something about it. it was <laughs> someone, a cute little yeah, moment. Someone did. Uh, a lot of, it's a lot of like the celebrity moments too. Uh, number yeah. one celebrity obviously is Roman Grosjean, uh, who Gunther is like, what are you doing here? And he's yes. like, I'm a DHL delivery driver. <laughs> which is which is a great joke now that yep. I am also an IndyCar Watching, fan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh 
Uh, if I if I didn't know he was driving a, a DHL race car, I would have uh, maybe looked at him the same way Gunther did. <laughs> Feels like Gunther should know that. Um, but yeah, I'm Zoe curious. Saldana's there in a Ferrari hat. Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. A, that was really funny when they're like the celebrities are out and the first one the person that you see is zoe saldana yeah uh, <laughs> kind of i guess they they cut they cut to a a, a, a talking head of, head uh, of lando no i was gonna say oh. stefano dominicali mm-hmm. the ceo and president of uh of f1 and and he says breaking into america is very important and then he starts singing the Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> oh, that's so right. weird. So weird. But I also was like, man, if Logan Sargent wins a race, that's going to be crazy. It. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, it will, it, will, it will be crazy if he does. It won't. It's never going. It's not going to happen. It would be crazy for several reasons. Or if Haas wins. Any, any point in time. Like, if there's any American when at some point the vibe's gonna be nuts yeah uh so yeah they're talking they're talking about how important the miami gp is for formula one we're seeing all these celebrities my favorite one that they showed was caitlin jenner yes (laughs) for a number of reasons uh she talks to horner she talks to christian horner uh, first of all, she's wearing a hat that says Jenner Racing. Jenner Racing. I truly, and I'm like, what is that? I Same. I went to Wikipedia immediately, and I got distracted and forgot to finish looking it up. <laughs> I was like, wait, since when does she have a racing thing? Is the, yeah, do they have a racing thing, or was it, I'm going to the Miami GP and I'm branding Let me brand no. my own. I, I, I think there's a racing thing. There's got to be. Yeah, we got to look it up. Got to um, learn more about Jenner Racing. My and favorite. And I got to become a driver for them. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite um, celebrity cameo, obviously, uh, Paris Hilton. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, God. That's hot. They made... Literally hot. <laughs> How many times do you think they've made her say that exact joke? That's hot, literally so hot. I know she's advertised <laughs> that for like a Wendy's hot chicken sandwich or something. At least, at least one of those. She probably I sh- I shot doesn't a, mind it. I shot right. a video. I mean, she says with that's hot all the time. And made her say it. But did <laughs> we you like, like, made her say it, literally hot? Because that's not like, literally hot. But uh, I feel but, like that's the that's like her go-to joke, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. she has the catchphrase, and then she can always make a joke on the catchphrase, which is really clutch. <laughs> I couldn't. I also couldn't tell if she was talking about the drivers or the fact that it's so fucking hot in Miami. I thought she was talking about an engine. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, I couldn't tell if it was liter- like literally hot in Miami or if it was about the uh, pit stop that they did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It was a reaction to Carlos's car catching on fire. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't want to get too far away from Caitlyn Jenner because she has a great conversation with Christian where she says, uh, Ferrari is Formula One. It's so good for the sport that Ferrari is doing well. Saying this to Christian and Christian's just like looking at her like, 
uh huh, yeah. <laughs> okay. And like he approached her. <laughs> I was like, are you like are you friendly or <laughs> what was your goal here? God, that's great. Um, my other favorite part of this scene was a uh, talking head with Lando that they cut to, and he just says, "Miami's cool." <laughs> he like says something else but it was like such a long pause after that that it made me laugh really hard um there's also a great moment of um uh carlos and charles doing like a little press thing where they're doing burnouts on the track yes uh, and carlos is like the wall the wall the wall <laughs> like, <laughs> carlos carlos was so nervous with with, with charles uh yeah doing donuts and then it, uh, it seemed like they Carl's, got in trouble uh, after the passenger. that. It yeah, did seem like they, they got in trouble. Up the track. Yeah. <laughs> but then they also, it immediately cut to them doing like a walk of the track and being like, it's really dirty. So I couldn't, <laughs> yeah. which is like another issue. So I was like, are they just trying to hide, disguise the fact that they got in trouble? <laughs> Could be. I took it as they were already making excuses. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing, I mean, right right before the race, they show like national anthem moment, and Daniel Ricardo is just like bopping his head along. Yeah. But like not to the music. He's just like can't stand still or something. And I thought that that I, was any, wild. Anytime I see him in America, he's full he's, of energy. Yeah. I think he loves America so much. Yeah. He does. It's weird. <laughs> it's, I think it is we really don't need weird. Logan Sargent to win a race. We need Danny back and we need Danny to win a race. If Danny yeah. wins a race in a Red Bull, I feel like that's American enough for us to get <laughs> yeah. into. Daniel Ricardo in a Red Bull at the Austin GP. It's the most yeah. American thing I could think of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Because he will Even be speaking with a southern accent. <laughs> He'll be speaking with a southern accent the entire weekend. He'll have a weird handlebar, like, goatee thing. Yeah, and he'll absolutely. put on a cowboy hat. And we'll be like, we'll eat it up. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'll do a shoey out of my <laughs> own cowboy boot. If that if that happens. A, a full cowboy boots worth. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. Five um, beers. Jesus. Uh, so uh, um, we, we, before we start into the race, we'd see another interview with Christian where he's talking about how Ferrari is currently in the lead at this point in the season. I think it's like race five. And, and Christian says, if Ferrari wins Miami, they'll put a stranglehold on the championship, uh, which seems silly now uh after all of the races that had happened but it never really seemed like i mean so miami was the first race that i watched uh and and i do remember ferrari being in first place um but were the races before this did it did it seem like max was was going to have a tough time for the whole season Kind of, if I mean, maybe that was also me just like being really excited, but it felt <laughs> like he was having some consistent, uh, like engine problems. Yeah, it was like when the 
it seemed like Red Bull was either winning the race or retiring the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it was happening enough that it was like, okay, Charles has a has a chance. Okay. Because you're also imagining like, okay, everyone can keep on improving their car here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Only Ferrari decided not to. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Devastating. We, we, uh, so the, the, the race starts, um, Lando and Gasly collide, causing a safety car. And this, uh, begins the, uh, trail of bad choices Ferrari makes. Uh, so the Ferrari pit crew, we see them looking very, uh, frustrated and confused as Checo pits. It's like really uh, some great footage inside of like the paddock. I also, even before this, I feel like the editing during this segment was like kind of mean to Carlos (laughs) because it kept cutting back to like the team shaking their head that the drivers were fucking like the drivers were fucking up, but they were just like Mm -hmm. not fast enough. Like, it wasn't like a like they were making mistakes. It was just like in that moment they were being passed by a faster car. And then it would like cut to people in the paddock, like For shaking sure. their head. This episode did Carl- Carlos dirty, I think. I think I I think it did I think at, it, at, at times. But also yeah. I, I, I try and keep in mind while watching this show that it is less documentary and more top more like gun. top gun right yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> uh so anytime we we see a reaction shot of something that's happening i oh i just assume it's we need a shot of people looking disappointed right yeah I, right there. I think it was just like the choice there felt mean to me yeah uh, yeah whoever the producers and the editors <laughs> <laughs> were like but, but now let's make it look like right carlos yeah. is is having trouble Right. Um, but they show uh, yeah, we we they, we hear them talking about should they pit? Mm-hmm. Checo pits. Carlos does not pit, and it's not Carlos's choice. It's it's Matias' strategy to keep them keep him out there. And it is, uh, there's a shot of a man on the Ferrari pit wall flipping through a notepad. Like a physical little notepad while he's sitting in front of all these screens during that moment. And I've never seen something funnier in my life. For the rest of the episode, I tracked that notepad sitting on the desk. I like zoom in on it immediately. I don't know who that man is. Wonder if he still works there, but I'll think about that all the time now. <laughs> uh, it's just another thing that points to uh, Mattia didn't know what he was doing he also like doubles down on it a lot in the episode because in those little moments where you see christian horner gossiping around Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. there's also like little moment there's like one point later on where he um basically is like it was the right decision (laughs) yeah right um yeah, but in 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 this uh, in this instance where where we see Checo pit, Carlos doesn't pit. Uh, they they get back on the track. The safety car's gone. Uh, the Ferrari pit wall says to Carlos in like such such a weird tone, saying, 
uh, if you can achieve some more full throttle, that would be helpful. Like, <laughs> <laughs> go faster, please. It's yeah. just, it's, it's truly so dumb. Like I that they didn't pit them. There's like no. Just looking back at it, it feels like there's no. There's no evidence. real reason. Yeah, there's like no reason why that wouldn't have been useful in some way. This is potentially a dumb question, but like, was there something about the cars last year that like made fresh tires so much more important? Like, it, oh, it a, seemed like the biggest question. game changer, you know, like having a safety car, getting fresher tires. But like, was that always the case? Is there a possibility that like the old strategists were like, oh, your car is good, so we're not going to change the tires or something? I don't, I don't think there was because I think a lot of the like conceit behind not pitting was to maintain position. Yeah. And I think they're probably hoping for a situation where it's like a pretty long safety car, like something that would wear down those new tires Um, or that the people are like from pitting under the safety car that they're far enough behind that they wouldn't be able to catch up even on newer tires. It's like that gamble is what they're Mm -hmm. trying to decide on. But for a situation where like the person in front of them pits and they don't, that's weird. And even like if it's like, I think the other, the other race was like that they show was like Charles was in the lead and they decided not. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They decided not to pit. And it's like, there's really no, reason that they should have done that like the the conceit was that they did they decided to pit him and he lost position oh sorry monaco is the one where they they like flip flop and he freaks out naturally because they they told him to not pit when he was in the pit lane um no i think it was maybe it was maybe silverstone when they told him to not yeah they told him to not pit but then carlos immediately goes to pit behind him right and it's like there's no they're like the first two cars there's really no reason for them both to not yeah and didn't they initially tell carlos not to pit and he like i yeah he made them do it or something i think that they didn't really show it in this episode but i i remember that that happening yeah and then it also just like so crazy that after that happens they're they're like they continue to fuck up the strategy by being like, "All right, Carlos, you stay ten car lengths behind and defend." <laughs> like that's so not insane. how it fucking works. That's um, not how it works. It's not like driving on the freeway. Yeah, but going going back to the Miami part, there's also a really good moment with Christian gossiping with someone that was like. I was like, was the GPS wrong? Uh, yeah, they, they 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 cut to him after after the the decision to not pick Carlos, and he's it's still during the race, and he's like, you know, got his headset on. He's at the pit wall, and he looks confused why Ferrari didn't pit, and and it's 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 interesting to watch him in this moment because he go, you could tell he goes from like. What is the strategy? What are what are they trying to do? To then right. realizing like, oh, there they was don't, none. There was no strategy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just um, didn't know what they were doing. And there's there's a good talking head of Max after 
the race where he's he's like the team did amazing with strategy but it was like no they didn't they were they just like decided to pit under a safety car that was like right. it the team that's an amazing strategy. strategy yeah it's the an amazing behaved a- rationally race winning strategy yeah i want i'm curious what charles and carlos would say now about Mate- matia like Ooh, last uh, yeah, year I and, mean, and anytime like throughout the drive to survive like he's still the principal and they have to kind of toe the line i mean but, there's like, some I, there's some interviews there's, in yeah. this episode that that kind of uh they're a little a little a little revealing but uh yeah so so max max wins the race uh th- there's this really great shot where he's on the podium in first place uh in front of uh, uh, the Dan Marino statue, uh, an Italian American icon, uh, and Ferrari is not on top of the podium. Uh, <laughs> really great visual storytelling there. Uh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so now we leave Miami. We go to Monaco. We see the the Ferrari pit lane disaster. Uh, it's like a little this this goes into like a little montage of mm-hmm. Ferrari making really bad uh strategic choices. I say Ferrari, but really it's Mattia making these bad choices. Yeah. The I really I mean the Monaco situation was so insane, but I do like they like play the clip of uh Charles's radio at the yeah. end of the race. And it's just like, I don't know, it's kind of, (laughs) it feels like just a really dramatic reading almost. Like (laughs) (laughs) There are no words, but we cannot do this. Yeah, but then it's also like uh, Matteo cutting in with Charles, because it's like, he shouldn't, he's not the first person that talks on the radio. Like, he actively made a choice to cut in and be like, (laughs) to say something. (laughs) Yeah. And, And it's just so dramatic. Uh, Christian again's like they got confused, just gossiping <laughs> up a storm. But I, actually, I feel so like Christian good. is Christian is bored. He's like this guy. They're they're not worth my rivalry, you right? Know? Yeah. He, yeah, he likes more of a cat and mouse. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's like, why would I waste my time with these jackasses? He yeah. loves. I'm surprised that they should have used the guttural primal scream that Charles yeah. uttered last year, but maybe they're saving that for later. <laughs> yeah. yeah you, so can't, you can't use it all. There's still no. seven episodes left in the season. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, yeah. Chris, Christian, Christian, there's no, there's no sexual energy with, with the Mattia and Christian. Yeah. And, and Christian mm-hmm. knows that. Yeah. Christian needs Toto's daddy energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he does. I don't know what Matias' energy is. It's like I wrote down here. Matias is too lackadaisical. He's like, I mean, yeah. He never, yeah. he never emotes, and 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 the fact that he keeps like fucking up, it just makes it seem like he's not paying attention. Yeah, he's a bad principal. Um, and and so much of watching last last year, I was thinking like they got to get rid of this guy. Um, but, but then I would also try and think like, well, maybe, you know, I'm new to this. Maybe, maybe it's not just this guy. Maybe, maybe there's, there's other stuff going on. At the very least, it was like, I feel like even last year it was a situation where people were calling on him to make decisions about staffing. Like it wasn't even that he was making 
the final calls on mm-hmm. like strategy it was like you need to hire people that are better at strategy right. and i think like that felt like the biggest problem that he just didn't do that yeah um, <laughs> but like the i think going back to his energy there's also like they go from monaco to montreal a devastating situation to witness once again um you witnessed firsthand that i witnessed firsthand and truly like the because i was i was sitting right off of the pit lane exit great spot uh but i just remember like every lap every time max and carlos went by and it seemed like there was a point where carlos was gonna catch him we were like all freaking out and then we'd wait again and then he'd get like a tiny bit closer we were like it's gonna happen and then it didn't happen um (laughs) but there's a really good shot a close-up shot uh of Mattia gripping his like radio cord it's just like his hand and it's like tightening (laughs) that's maybe the most like sexual energy he's ever (laughs) given off in the entire show i think but it made me laugh really hard this week's episode of the pit wall is sponsored by factor Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. And as Formula One enthusiasts, we know a thing or two about speed. Two minutes, that's just how long it would take Logan Sargent to do a lap around Spa, right, Casey? <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> Uh, you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons. Uh, Marika, what are some of those add-ons? They've got some great cold-pressed juices, like an apple wheatgrass. There's cinnamon horchata protein shakes. There's all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it sounds delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. And it's flexible for your schedule. You can get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. I really like how the website makes it easy to meal plan since you can see menus for the upcoming weeks. So I know that later this month I can try dishes like green chili chicken or spicy white bean lentil ragu and portobellas without planning an extensive grocery list. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast Vroom Vroom premium options with no cooking required. Head to factormeals.com slash vroom50 and use code vroom50 to get 50% off. That's code vroom50, V-R-O-O-M-5-0 at factormeals.com slash vroom50 to get 50% off. Thanks, Factor. Thanks, Factor. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, 
Father Brown and Death in Paradise, plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Hey everybody, it's Casey, and today I'm here with a sponsor for your bouncing bundle of joy. No, we're not talking about a baby, we're talking about your baby makers. That's right, today's show is brought to you by Manscaped. But just like babies, your delicate little guys have sensitive skin and deserve products that are not only skin safe, but made with safe ingredients. That's where Manscaped's Platinum Package comes in. From razors to shower care, this package goes above the gold standard for your body hair. So treat your beautiful boys to the world's finest toys at manscaped.com and use our code VROOM for 20% off plus free shipping. The Manscaped Platinum Package 4.0 is the one-stop shop for the man who deserves it all. They designed this package to allow you to fully align your entire hygiene routine with elite products. Inside this Platinum Package, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 Trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Ultra Premium Trademark Body Wash, Ultra Premium Trademark 2-in-1 Shampoo Plus Conditioner, Ultra Premium, that one's not trademark, Deodorant, Crop Preserver Anti-Chafing Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Ball Spray Toner, Anti-Chafing Boxers, and the Shed Travel Bag to hold your goods while traveling. The Lawnmower 4.0 Body Trimmer and Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer feature proprietary advanced skin-safe technology to protect your delicate parts and holes. Both are waterproof so you can shave with less mess. In addition to shaving, you can now completely upgrade your shower routine with the Ultra Premium Body Wash and Ultra Premium 2-in-1 Shampoo Plus Conditioner. You'll have your skin and hair feeling hydrated and smelling fresh. This stuff sounds great. I need to get my hands on it, and I need to uh, rub it uh, on my body when I'm in the shower and uh, trim uh, up where I need to be trimmed. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code VROOM at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code VROOM. Use the platinum package because the gold standard is no longer good enough. So after after our Ferrari failure montage, uh, we see Lando, Charles, Carlos, and... Carlos is, is it and Carlos. Carlos. The three Carloses. Brother? It's his cousin. Carl- it's his co- cousin. Okay. And his father. <laughs> his cousin, his father, <laughs> and him, all named Carlos. Uh, and they're playing, I wrote pickleball, question I, mark? Yeah. You, I oh, feel yeah. like, oh, Jake, you're probably in. That's paddle, dude. Okay. I fucking, the yeah. Pa- yeah. What's the, the difference, new? Jake? Well, uh, paddle paddle is kind of a mix of squash and pickleball. Um, you don't just have an open court. You have sides that are in play. You can use the sides. You can use the back. Oh, um, interesting. It's it's incredibly fun. I played it with Amir and Micah. It was the most fun I've had in my 30s, I think. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, Maybe I should I, find my a paddle notes- court. I just wrote, okay, Let besties, uh, the loves of my life. I am also obsessed with 
uh, Lando being on Carlos, the driver's team, and Charles being forced Charles being forced to play with the cousin Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> Carlos playing with his ex against his current. <laughs> Yeah, boyfriend. Was that like editing that they made it seem like Carlos lost and stormed off? Like I don't. I was trying to figure that out too because then what was happening in this game? Because then, like, uh, the cousin was like, uh, he's such a fucking bad loser or something. Yeah, and then I guess it is. But then it goes to like, uh, Carlos being like his whole talking head where he's like i'm spanish yes. <laughs> yeah yeah um this, is this the episode where he says i'm gonna moment. go full latino yeah. Yes. yeah 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 god i love carlos yeah, it's, he's, he's it's, good. Right, it's during this this yeah. section there's also right before that his dad carlos senior comes in they're like the only red bull driver here uh and then he says something about like it's my son's time yeah that's awesome <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. He talks about how how if if Ferrari's gonna win a championship, it's gonna be because of Carlos, and then that cuts to Carlos uh, in his in his talking head where he says, "I'm Spanish. I'm gonna go full Latino mode," and then we see Silverstone across yes. the screen. Always every every race for the next two I was, episodes. I was be still happy about it. I was still happy <laughs> well, to it makes, see it. Yeah, it makes sense because you know what happens there. Sure but it's, it's still insane to me. I forgot about the that max spin though that he did during like qualifying or free practice when he just like did a perfect like three sixty and then that kept was during driving. the race. That was I during re- the. I remember that happening during a race and being like, Max spun out and he was so far in the lead that it had no effect. Oh, was it the sprint or something? I think it was a sprint. It was definitely. It was whenever at Silverstone it was raining, but. Uh yeah, I was like, oh man, I forgot about that. Great sport. <laughs> <laughs> really wild. Um, um but in in <clears throat> qualifying for Silverstone, uh Carlos gets P1 and he seems surprised by that. Charles gets yeah. P3. <laughs> and he and says there's a moment of silence and then he goes, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fully laughed out loud at that <laughs> um, um from there we go to the uh driver parade uh uh and and i noticed that daniel ricardo he's like he's like in some old english buggy or whatever yeah and he's got like some goggles and he's like you know this thing where you put your eyes yeah over your face like like making goggles with your fingers and he's he's going he's starting to do it and then stops and goes i can't i can't i don't know how <laughs> <laughs> and it's just literally you just turn your arms around but he he was struggling with this little maybe bit. he doesn't have the mobility in his shoulders um also lando's bucket hat that started it all started the bucket hat trend love to see it <laughs> Um, I also, <laughs> I don't remember what this is from, but I just have in my notes, he's so hot, it's stupid. Carlos, we are all counting on you. 
<laughs> I think he was just sitting in a car. <laughs> it might have been. Oh, it was probably like one of the close ups of like his eyes. I feel like mm-hmm. like also the Ferrari Instagram's been posting a lot of those. Those are always great. Mm-hmm. Love to see it. So happy for him. Um, um so the the race starts. We see the crash once again. Of course. Uh, uh, first of many times. Dramatic as the last time they showed it. Um and again this this crash was significant for not only for Mercedes in the last episode where um, Lewis was like, what the hell? I got to start back. I, I moved up two spots. Um, mm-hmm. But this, same, same, but this different. yeah, this gave uh, Carlos another, another shot um, <clears throat> starting the race at P1. And what was kind of like a, a, an interesting little bit of, <clears throat> race strategy or or like what goes on during this time because when when I was watching the race and the crash happened all uh, the coverage was all about the crash yeah. um they probably knew Joe was was fine well before we did um and so and they're they're talking strategy on how to restart the race like you see Christian talking and you don't really see Ferrari talking about it because uh I mean that's a Mattia thing but Christian <laughs> talking about what tires they should go like like yeah like it's very interesting how they started the race they had their first strategy for the start once they knew the uh no one was was hurt in the crash they start going into like okay are they going to do the same thing again should we try a different move uh which is very fascinating and mm-hmm we we you don't get to see that during during the race and those little moments are kind of becoming my favorite parts of the show is like seeing a little bit yeah because i feel like all that we get is those questions but from the commentators right and obviously you want to you want to hear it from the source and it's fun it's fun that it's a shot of christian asking what ferrari is going to do as opposed to just like deciding like it's yeah. like this weird it's the game of chess that These is formula one of yeah. christian horner <laughs> christian yeah christian is asking what kind of tires they think they'll put carlos on and then someone responds to him it's all about leclerc yeah mm-hmm. yeah uh, they're very much like leclerc is our target for yeah. this race right and wow. the way that this episode is edited it's 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 Carlos is the main character yeah. in this yeah. episode. Uh the, the he's he's being doubted left and right from his own team from his uh, uh it's rivals. My son's time. His father <laughs> his father knows the truth that it's it's time to go full latino mode. <laughs> uh and and so they they start getting ready to restart. Carlos is sitting in his car and he has this quote, I always prefer to be inside the car than outside of the car. Yeah. Very cool. It's really, He's, it's cool. That shot is great. That, and it's just yeah, like it's Max like Verstappen just like from Max, hanging out. Yeah, down to Carlos in his little car. <laughs> After that, uh, I mean, I think I'm just, I loved 
all of his interview moments in this race. I think he did a really good job. Like he did a terrible job at acting in the shell commercial, but he does a really good job at like these little talking head moments and like oh, saying the himself. right saying yeah, saying the right sort of like underdog story type of thing. For sure. Uh, For and sure. it was just really I'm Carlos is him. <laughs> it's so hot it's stupid. <laughs> uh and the and uh and he has a very hot restart uh where he's aggressive against max he kind of box him boxes him out yeah he's like he really pushed me into cool. the pit lane yeah yeah cry about it max <laughs> and he will later on when we see his tire issue and he's yeah. like fucking check yeah he sounds like he's crying in the car <laughs> yeah. in that moment it's 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 good stuff. Beautiful. <laughs> um so uh yeah, they restart. Um there's a, there's an another safety car? Is that what happens? Yeah, somebody's yeah. car just dies, Ocon. right? Yeah, and Ocon's, I love yes. I love when the show like preemptively tells you something's about to happen because it's like why why did we cut to Ocon's car suddenly or yeah, like why for Miami why Esteban why am I Ocon? looking at Lando why are we focusing on him yeah uh, it's really it's fun I like it uh so so there's another now now Ferrari is faced with another safety car decision uh and as we've established they've made only bad decisions in this situation right. their Achilles heel is knowing what to do <laughs> period <laughs> yeah in general um and they uh they change carlos changes tires charles does not yeah it's they, carl charles is in the lead because they switched to give right um team orders yes the team orders <laughs> charles the entire race is begging for <laughs> uh yeah but I yeah, know, so man, I do remember that he was like doing yeah. a lot of begging in this yeah. race, which it's like under consider it's understandable points. to an extent. Please consider the points. Yeah, like I understand where he's coming from, obviously, but at the same time, it was like just let your buddy win. Yeah, come on, yeah. just let him, just let him do it. Um, he's there's a moment in this episode where Carlos says like he's been in like a hundred and. 50 something yeah this was his 150th race and, that and he, he won. hasn't won one and i was like that's crazy that's a lot yeah. of races yeah i think Let he's have he, it. he might be one of the like higher number of people like the n higher number of races participated in before a win situation wow. that's yeah. wild so they restart with this with the safety car uh and ferrari tells carlos to give charles a 10 car length distance lead uh, yeah. and, and to focus on uh, uh, defending Hamilton. Yeah. Right. How do you do that when you have right. like three drivers that could all win the race battling behind you? And yeah, just insane. In an insane order. It's like they're not watching racing. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and they keep cutting to these, these shots of Carlos in the car, which, is just a full face helmet. You can't see his face. Yeah, but, but what does he say? Tell... He's like, you... <laughs> he says something to you. He's like, you so cannot stop ask inventing. This. 
Stop, oh, yeah, stop inventing. inventing. You cannot stop ask inventing. This. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, good. So then, so hot. <laughs> uh, uh, Carlos has has better pace than Charles. He overtakes Charles against Ferrari's instruction. I couldn't tell. Like, did he have the green light to do this? Was this just like edited for the show to make it seem like he's like, no, I'm going to, I'm going full Latino mode. I will win the race. I think more edited because I feel like at a certain point he couldn't not pass him, you know, like right <laughs> without like giving the place up to Hamilton. Um, I don't remember if there was like a specific team order that we heard though. Yeah, me neither. But in in this episode it, it definitely made it seem like Yeah. I mean, he did he was making calls like the the call to eventually like stop trying to fight with Hamilton was I think Carlos's. Mm-hmm. And also like obviously like the pitting thing before um so i i mean i i think you could maybe say it was like him going against the team but not in a way that they were like really upset with him about obviously yeah because uh he won the race um carlos has a quote here he says you can't imagine how it feels uh charles then has a quote right after that where he says freaking hell (laughs) <laughs> anyway, enjoy the victory. <laughs> God. Um, also, there's another shot of the notebook that we see on the pit wall. Love to see it. Um, also, just that like moment where Hamilton sneaks past uh, Charles and Checo as they're battling is so good. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, and they and they played it last episode during the Hamilton episode. Yeah. So they're just yeah. kind of rehashing old stuff. Yeah. 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 Um, there's also there's a moment of like carl it's a talking head with carlos and he's like i fucking won a race and then the captioning which i had on just says music turns somber (laughs) 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 and it's a shot of charles it's a charles uh, it's a charles shot He's been he's really moping around after the race. <laughs> I think this is at the this is the point in the season where I started to kind of like turn on Charles's attitude. Yeah, everyone was everyone in the group chat was really against Charles, but I held my ground. <laughs> he's oh god, he's such a fucking bad loser. <laughs> I get you want to win, but like there's, I there, mean, there, it is there's that that energy seeps into the next race. You yeah, know? that's that's he's, my problem. He's, he's he's got such a defeated attitude. But it's also I get it because of how like. Like even just watching this, you're like, they could have so easily not done this. Like, it's just kind of like he they they got him to a place and then he's just watching his life unravel in front of him. Yeah. Because in in a way that, and I think he like basically says this in a talking head. It's like, he can't do anything about it. He's like not in charge. He doesn't have control over this. Right. Charles in charge. Yeah. Uh, So I get, like, I get that. I, I do agree that he like is a little, a little 
baby about it sometimes, but I think it's funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, of course it's funny. It's very funny. Uh, (laughs) They're they're driving race cars. This is, it's not the end of the world. Um, But the race is over. uh, And then, and then we see some guy talking to Mattia. Uh, and he said he starts to say it's been two times since Monaco and Mattia. This is the most energized I've seen him. He's like two times since what? Like starts getting yeah. really defensive yeah, about yeah. the strategy to this guy he's talking to. Um, then from there <laughs> we see Christian criticizing the Ferrari strategy, um, and and he starts talking about how he how he believes Charles is their best chance to take the fight to max uh which uh you know in in a single episode it's uh, it started this episode started with with Christian being like uh if if Ferrari wins this race they've got the championship and now at the very end he's like well you know max is going to win uh that, <laughs> that's where we are at at this point in the season yeah then uh, Oh, we get we get a we get a little uh, uh, a little a little glimpse of Ted Kravitz, uh, yeah. where he says, Good. "What a day for Ferrari!" But they won with the wrong car. <laughs> so mean, very mean. <laughs> That's like Carlos should have boycotted Sky One for that comment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but also. There's the sh- I, I just remember everyone being so happy for Carlos after this race. Yeah. Uh, and there's like the shot of Max that he was just like, great job. Like, it's this is nice to see, which is like, it's the nicest thing you've ever said to anyone. Yeah. It's really just goes cute. to show you how well liked Carlos is. Yeah. What a guy. What a guy. Carlos is He's great. him. He's him. We, 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 uh, we also see uh, the interviews with, with Charles. Uh, I I don't remember if 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 Carlos has anything to say about about the strategy, but they but they are talking to Charles about like strategy, how much of it, uh, like if you are given an order, how much of it can you, you know, can you turn it down and 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 go against? And he's like smirking, and is yeah. like, it's all Mattia. Uh, right, what Mattia yeah. says is is how it goes, and it's like absolutely throwing shade at Mattia throwing mm-hmm. him under the bus um because uh, they're they're asking him these questions because the, uh, he's was losing these races right because yeah, of the strategy so it makes sense why he was why he's moping around right yeah <laughs> because he feels like I'm doing everything I can yeah he's like it's and out of my control is screwing it up for me <laughs> And it's not wrong. There's also a really funny shot of uh, Mattia like carting Charles off, their arms around each other. But it kind it they're like in a dark little like they're walking into a dark room or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it just kind of looks like he's like protecting him. He's like looking back, like <laughs> <laughs> taking him away from all the prying eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then the, the the episode ends on Mattia, where he says, uh, at Ferrari, there is no number one driver. Both drivers have the will to win, uh, which goes against everything we just saw <laughs> in this race. 
it's a nice sentiment that I feel like Red Bull definitely doesn't have, obviously. Like yeah, this right. idea that Neither it's like Ferrari. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like I I I guess it's a situation too, because this kind of happened with Red Bull last year, where for a while Checo and Max were really close in the points. And it mm-hmm. was like, are they going to support Checo if he gets more ahead or something like that and there was kind of like never a question of them like it felt very clear that they wouldn't do that Mm -hmm. um but i do like the idea that it's like in ferrari the the two drivers are so equally matched for the most part maybe in different ways that it's like whoever gets higher first is the one (laughs) that gets the prize <laughs> yeah uh so uh that that was the episode uh, and uh just the only thing i wrote down for for the next episode of drive to survive uh is it's a Hass episode oh yeah this is the one that makes me come out hard against gunther so get ready i, yeah, wait. I cannot wait cannot yeah. wait to see why that is my <laughs> gunther um, take uh but uh yeah before we wrap this up we got to rate the episode uh here at the pit wall if we like something we give it a push push if we don't like something we give it a box box um i thought this was a great episode of drive to survive got to see uh or revisited some uh some great races of the season uh i really liked the the little moments uh like i said earlier about the restart at silverstone where we're, we're seeing christian like strategizing what to do that's that's cool i like that i want more of that we get to see carlos and charles act in a commercial very badly and then also play <laughs> paddle it's great stuff this is a yeah. push push for me yeah the, the perfect paddle, episode the, for me <laughs> the battle makes it a push push for sure <laughs> <laughs> you gotta you gotta well, now you can't slide into Carlos's DMs because you deleted Instagram. Is that <laughs> the right. reason that you deleted Instagram? Yeah, that he never DM me back. Yeah. Like, What's the fucking point? Yeah. Um, That's fair. Yeah, perfect episode, no notes. If there's one thing that I love to see in this world, it's uh, Carlos and Charles being buds, Lando and Carlos being buds. Mm-hmm. Um, no notes, perfect. Love I thought it. it was near flawless. My it's a it's a push push for me for sure. My push, one push. note is that we are we're beginning to focus on Silverstone a little too much. It'd be <laughs> nice to see a different race. Um, we'll see if they get to one. Yeah, time will tell. Time will tell. Okay, folks, if you want to win, you got to be fast, and if you're going to be fast, you got to be quick. It's time for a quick cue. Good man. Uh, today's question comes from at Davy Darko, and they ask, "What are y'all's opinions on the team principles, especially Zach Brown? I think he just kind of seems like a dad, but my mother has described him as an oily, opportunistic pig." Mm. <laughs> um, that's an interesting description of Zach Brown because he, uh, to me, his skin seems dry. I think he's oily. His hair is always wet. Okay, maybe in the <laughs> above the brow. Sure. Mm. Now I gotta. Now I gotta look at some hair pics. 
Um, I haven't I, well, I haven't landed on, on Zach Brown. Uh, I don't uh, like Mc, I've, I've never liked McLaren, and I after watching the McLaren episode this season, I mean, well, th- remember last season with with the whole Oscar Piastri thing, the Danny Ricardo uh, mm-hmm, contract mm-hmm. thing. I think I liked Oscar. Uh, I like Zach Brown before, but I think he's a little slimy. I think he's grimy. I think he's frankly, I think he's shysty. I get that. Uh, I have not seen the McLaren episode yet, but I but I am very curious about it because of how shit went down with Danny, um, yeah. and and how things have started this season with McLaren. Uh, uh, they're like, uh, it seems right now the worst team yeah. on the grid, um, and it and I it does seem to all flow back up to decisions. Zach Brown has has made right Um, it's also an interesting situation because Zach Brown is the CEO of McLaren right like he's not team principal uh right but they focus on him so much and like yeah they talk to him during races like they they, uh you know a lot of times when they do check in with the team principals during a race like if something happens to a car they they bring him on the broadcast to talk about it they bring zach brown on yeah and talk to him about it here is my series of takes on zach brown number one i think he is uh in his daddy era his zaddy era which i think is in response to larry stroll i think he grew a beard like grew a Mm. perpetual five o'clock shadow that's gray Mm -hmm. um to try and compete because before when he was clean shaven he's yeah he's giving a little bit of an an oily little weaselly energy yeah Mm -hmm. um so i feel like he he tried that for gravitas um two i think he it feels like he's was less focused on formula one in the last year because mclaren did enter formula e and so i kind of wonder McLaren if, has, has very competitive indie cars. Yeah. I I wonder if he's just he's too busy. He's got too much on his sure. plate. And maybe that's the problem, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh mm-hmm. I don't like him, but <laughs> he falls he falls within the range of like a Larry Stroll character. Like he's he's dangerously yeah. close to getting into that area. Which is like villain ish. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I don't have opinions on a lot of the the principles on on the grid because I don't see them too often. But after uh, the the first race uh, of this season, and and got to see a little bit more of Larry Stroll uh, post race, kind of talking about. Aston Martin and the plans for Aston Martin. I liked I liked hearing him talk. Uh uh I think I think he is a developing new great villain character, you know. Yeah. Uh you can't just have He's like uh, the dictionary definition of a also. billionaire to me. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, I, 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 him talking about like, we're going to be competing for, for championships if, if, uh, uh, not, maybe not this year, but in the next couple of years where we are going to be fighting for the championship. He's like, and that's why Fernando's here. He saw the vision. And I'm like, I like this team. Uh, I, 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 it's, uh, it's a, it's a great energy that they're, that they're bringing mm-hmm. to this sport of billionaires. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. Uh, that'll do it for this week, folks. Um, I don't know when this episode comes out. <laughs> so I usually, usually will we'll say I have uh, the calendar we'll see open you at, at the next race. We'll see. We'll see you at the Australian GP. Oh, this so this will come out before Australian. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that'll do it for this week, folks. We'll see you next week at the Australian GP, mate. Ooh. Nice. All right, mate. Nice, mate. So sweet days. Vroom vroom to all and to all a beep beep. We'll see you next week. That was a headgum original.